0: river kids, picking up stones like David did, watching them long necks break off a freight train bridge. We went to church in a Detroit car, our daddies drank draft at the local bar, with a naked back just like old granddad did. And we like cold cake beer, fixing up trucks. Old bird dogs and the woman we love Maxwell has steaming out of a coffee cup We say our prayers send them to the sky Bus stop Welcome to the actual first episode of the Marcus Show, bro. I am your host, as I will be each week. Marcus himself, um, and this is the first first one we're getting into. Uh, super excited! I, I know if you had listened to the trailer uh, last week, you would know that I'm I'm super pumped to do this. I'm really excited, and uh, we're gonna talk baseball today. We're gonna we're gonna get into. The first kind of month, month and a half of, of the baseball season as it's panned out so far, um, kind of before we got into it, I wanted to go ahead and address, uh, something. Um, so I had, I had been making, uh, you know, weekly appearances on the winter forecast and I don't know how much crossover there's going to be from the winter forecast to this, um, the NFL show that we did here at the broken anchor, um, and you know that kind of—we're uh, not doing the show anymore. Um, and it, it, there's no bad blood. There's no ill will. There's nothing that that you know kind of went wrong. It's just you know kind of life happens. You know, life happens, and uh, people get busy. And you know, um, I think that you know both Andy and Max ha- had things going on in their life, which I totally get and I understand. You know, being busy is—you know—they had a lot that they were doing for the podcast. You know, I was just kind of coming on and being a mouthpiece and, um, you know, they were doing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. So I can't blame them at all, uh, you know, for wanting to take a step back and focus on things because uh, these things do take a lot of work. So, you know, like I said, no ill will at all. Uh, nothing that, uh, you know, I feel bad for them. And, 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 you know, in the future when, when the NFL season rolls around, uh, you know, I'm probably going to bring them on. I'm going to at least, you know, try to ask and, and, and bring them on if they get the time. Because uh, I know they like the NFL and, uh, you know, we can make it a a, a winter forecast throwback episode uh, kind of thing. But um, enough about that. I just kind of wanted to talk about that. And again, I don't know how much crossover there's going to be, but uh, there may be some. Um, so uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get into the. Actual meat of the episode. Um, You know, I I don't know if I mentioned it last week. Uh, These episodes are kind of, you know, going to be a little bit shorter form. I know I said sometimes I'll have other people on, uh, other times it'll just be myself. Today is one of those just myself um, because they decided that it would be a good idea to put a microphone in front of me and let me kind of go off, go off king um, for a bit. So I may make stupid jokes like that to myself as I move along because. I'm just talking to a screen that has my face on it. Um, But a lot of it's going to be about baseball, you know. And I I may, before we even get into how baseball has started or, or, you know, the start of the season this year, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about how I became a baseball fan because I haven't always been a baseball fan. I I was one of those, you know, kids that grew up and thought baseball was boring. I didn't play baseball growing up, uh, so I I wasn't as into it. you know not not being active and playing it and stuff uh, but it, it it kind of all turned around when um, about freshman year of college about 2015 2016 when I, uh, I I was like look baseball is something that is you know it, it it's around what seems like all year they have the shortest off season. they play 162 games it's something that you should just kind of learned to not deal with, but it was something that I wanted to learn to like because uh, it, it is so vast and, and baseball fans are crazy, man. And I'm a crazy sports fan. Um, so, you know, right hand up uh, around the time I was like, Oh, I'll attach myself to the Cubs because the, you know, the Cubs were kind of doing big things at the time. And then I quickly found out that uh, it's hard to watch other teams um, that are not your local team, uh, often. So I was just by nature of living where I live, watching a lot of Reds games, um, and then realized, Hey, I kind of like the Reds a good little bit. So, so I became a, a Reds fan right around that time, but again, was never super active in watching, uh, back in 2015 ish. It was really not until the next year when I became a, uh, a pretty big fan uh, and, and, and it all happened with the World Series that year uh, Game seven between the Cubs uh, and the Cleveland Indians um, and it was a big deal neither team had had won uh, a, a World Series championship for a long long time um, and I was like you know what Game seven this is gonna be something that's historic like this is gonna be something that, People are going to remember for a good long time. I might as well sit down and watch it and, and see how the game goes. And it was, it was exciting. I mean, from start to finish, I was hooked. I was hooked on it. Uh, and it was a good little back and forth. And, uh, I believe the Cubs were up and then the Indians came back late to make a good little run. Um, and then we had the weather delay that, that delayed the game. um, about an hour or so and I stayed up I mean it was late by that time uh here in the in in you know east coast time here in Ohio it it was it had gotten super late uh but man I was all in I was all in I needed to see how it ended and and as we know the Cubs ended up pulling it out which I was so happy for I'm not a big Cleveland sports fan um so I was not really wanting the Indians to pull that one out and you know you're happy to see the Cubs a, a storied franchise like that be able to get the monkey off their back get get that uh, get that world series that it eluded for so long um, but but after that I was kind of I was all in I realized that this is a game that um, is fun to watch is is you know you can sit down you can have it in the background if you're doing something um, you can hang out with your buddies uh, have a have a couple of cold ones a couple of Steve Weisers and um, watch it as well and it becomes it becomes something that, uh, you can talk about, and and it's like I said, it's all year long. It goes from, you know, April through September, October, uh, you know, and and it's awesome. And I think the the crux of my my fandom with baseball kind of came last year uh, during during the pandemic. You know, obviously we sports were shut down, and everybody thought, well, baseball is a game that is spread out enough. There's not a ton of contact. You, you can be able to play the game, um, you know, with, with limited, uh, risk of kind of, you know, spreading the virus and stuff like that. Um, obviously still taking precautions and and things like that, but like normal, uh, the players in, in the league had, had issues with the start of it, how much they're going to get paid, how many games they're going to play, you know, what are the safety precautions, which is, you know, all understandable. um, but as, as sports fans, we were so hungry uh, for something. We needed something, some kind of sport that was on um, to watch. And, you know, uh, it, it was at that time that, you know, I, I had been kind of getting bigger into gambling and I, I hadn't looked at much baseball. Um, but I knew when sports came back, I was going to look at kind of how baseball gambling works uh, and how you, you take the winners you have the run lines and the, the way the odds change and the over unders and watching pitchers and everything like that um, this is all obviously not stuff that I knew at the time but at the time when when baseball did come back we st- we were still in the middle of it like we we're still in the middle of the pandemic and people had a lot of time and I was one of those people you know I I was able to look at games pretty in depthly each day and look at pitchers and kind of follow them and see what the trends were and and stuff like that and and I realized that Baseball is one of the best sports, if not the best. College basketball is close, but baseball is so, so much fun to gamble on. I mean, it is so, so much fun Um, because it's just – I think that the beauty in it comes in how difficult it is Um, because you can get teams – we're going to talk about a a team that has – come out firing to start the season like I think everybody expected um, but you get certain teams that are good that are huge huge favorites um you know 200 250 you know odd favorites and and then they lose like a random game and it's like you never expected it to happen you never thought it would happen but I think that's the beauty in you know baseball gambling and things like that so I won't harp on the gambling too much I kind of want to just talk about you know, how the season started out, because again, after college basketball ends, uh, I've tried to watch a a little bit of NBA basketball, but uh, baseball always pulls me back. Um, It it pulls me back into seeing how teams are doing each day, kind of following what the league's doing and following the stars, uh, you know, as they start to take place. Um, And so kind of just talking about, how the uh, how how the league uh, is shaping out to start early in the season and, and kind of where I want to start with it, um, like I alluded to, is is the team that's really kind of I think we all expected to to be awesome this year uh, in the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean they are fantastic. As the time of recording, they're fourteen and four, and they've only lost two back to back games, um, and they were in different series as well. Um, against the Mariners and against the Padres, which the, the San Diego Padres and the L.A. Dodgers games have been fantastic. I cannot wait to watch their series all year long. I, I mean, it's such a treat that both those teams are in the same uh, division, little, you know, not even the same just conference, but the same division. Um, and so, uh, but the Dodgers have been awesome. I mean, Mookie Betts has been awesome. Their pitching has been awesome. Uh, everything like that. I mean, they are the team that we expected them to be, and and like kind of like I alluded to when talking about the gambling stuff, they're favorites almost every single day, no matter who they play. And only a handful of times do I ever see them. They're not two hundred point favorites, which are two hundred odd favorites, which you know to put it in perspective, to be able to win ten dollars, you have to put twenty dollars down. Um, so you know if you're going to win a hundred dollars, you have to put two hundred dollars on. I mean, I think I, you know you're following that way, so. Uh, big favorites, big, big, huge favorites. I mean, that's just massive. I mean, even on their run lines when they're they're picked two, uh, you know, the run lines go at, at minus or plus one and a half uh, runs total. So they have to win by two runs, basically. Um, and even those are minus odds, which are just, I mean, you don't like not getting juice on, on minus one and a half run lines, but that's what it seems like they are each week, uh, each game. Rather uh, they're just, they're, they're so good. They're so good. And, you know, I expect them to come out of the, the uh, NL West, obviously. I think that the, like I said, the, the Padres are going to, are going to be tough with them. Um, but I think the Dodgers just far and ahead. Now they may hit a lull like most teams do, but they're going to be well North of a hundred wins at this point. Um, And, and so I think that that's going to be a lot of, a lot of good baseball to watch as the year goes on. Uh, kind of switching gears uh, from that um I I, I want to look at the biggest surprises and biggest disappointments to start the year as well uh, and I think we're gonna start with the biggest disappointments because we just had a, a, an up feel with with the Dodgers and how good they are um, two teams uh, that have been just super disappointing to start the year have been the Yankees and the twins coming into you know pulling back the curtain, uh, you know, recording this on, on Wednesday, Um, both teams only having six wins. Uh, And last I checked, I think the twins lost an extra innings uh, and the Dodgers, or the Yankees were down um, as of time of recording. So, gonna look like as of right now they're gonna stay at only six wins uh 12 to 13 losses to start the season and these are two teams that are kind of built the same I think the Yankees are a bit different um the Yankees have really good pitching and Garrett Cole and 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 everything like that and they can kind of buy their way up um but uh they they're both teams that are set to kind of put the ball out of the yard they're they're two teams that are set up to um you know hit the long ball, you know, not really play small ball and, and, and things like that. And they're just not really getting those runs out to start the year. They're not, uh, you know, the pitching is only carrying them so far. And even then, even more on the twin side, the twins are just letting up run after run after run against them. And I only know it because I've just constantly had the twins day after day. And you think, You know, guys like Medea and Berrios and and these pitchers are going to be able to hold off enough runs so that that hitting can can take form. And last year, I know it was a 60 uh, a 60 game season, but the twins were a team that when I was first starting to look at it, I realized, man, they mash the ball. They mash the ball. Uh, They put it out of the yard all the time. Um, And it's just not. Happening at that same frequency um, this year, and the biggest thing with them and the Yankees is their pitching has fallen off. The Yankees have been a bit more of their bullpen; they've been able to get through the first five or six innings with with really good starting pitching, um, and then they just can't figure it out in in the seventh through ninth. Their bullpen just kind of gives it away. Uh, so, I mean, two definitely two big disappointments start the year. Two teams that we thought. Um, You know, in the AL, we're going to be able to kind of take control of their um, divisions pretty early, and we're seeing with both that that's just simply not the case. And moving on from the disappointments, uh, we're going to go to the biggest surprise. The biggest surprise to start this year for me has been the Boston Red Sox. Now, the Boston Red Sox did not have a fantastic um, 2020 season Uh, shortened season last year um the Red Sox you know kind of didn't look like the same team that had won the championship um the year or two before uh they kind of fell off a bit and and everybody thought coming into this year would be a little bit of the same thing losing big names I mentioned him earlier Mookie Betts you know losing guys like that is going to hurt any team um and and they started zero and three in that first series that they played at home, and you know I think a lot of Red Sox fans were thinking, yeah, this is going to be another long one. Uh, and they completely turned it around. I mean, like I said, as of right now, they're twelve and six, and and just playing really good baseball, um, and they're beating pretty good teams consistently. Um, their bats are hot. They're hot, 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 um, and for a while into that stretch, they were underdogs. They were underdogs in a lot of betting odds, um, and I think Vegas is starting to catch up now because I think a lot of fans and casual bettors are are catching up to it as well. And I'm same thing. They were playing the Twins early in the season when they were when they were hitting the hitting the ball well, and I I, I was one of those guys that bought into the Twins are going to be the ones that are going to turn this around. And, and the Red Sox are going to kind of fall off and it just hasn't been the case. Uh, I was wrong on both ends, uh, right hand up, you know, um, and it, it's funny to see how how good they are. And I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how hot the bats can stay moving forward. Is this a sustainable um, kind of formula for the Red Sox? Can they continue to to, to play this brand of baseball and it take them, you know, into the summer and beyond. Um, But baseball's a, it's a long, long game. It's a, it's, it's a long season. And so we'll see if they are kind of set up to, to, to go for the long haul. Uh, And, and again, kind of switching, switching gears here. I know I'm going back and forth. There's just a lot of notes, a lot of things. Baseball is such a broad, I don't want to miss anything that I've kind of picked up to start the year um but again switching gears i i mentioned earlier that i am a cincinnati reds fan and you know i'll hold that you know this is a show that and i did a lot on the winter forecast i i'm not going to hide my bias and my fandom it's impossible i'm a sports fan uh i'm a meat meathead sports fan and uh i i i can't help it i'm i'm just going to let it shine but um i won't i won't be here beating my chest because the Reds are in first place. No big deal. They are right now. Um, I probably just jinxed us for forever. Um, but, you know, when you're up, you're up. And you, you got you to gotta go ahead and, and puff your chest out a bit. But what I've noticed so far right now is the NL Central is wide, wide open. Um, you know, coming into the year, we kind of thought that, uh, and as the year has been progressing, maybe the Pirates are going to be the worst team in the league. Um, if you look at the standings right now, Yeah, the Pirates are at the bottom, but it's kind of congested at the top of the NL Central. Um, And right now, as the standings go, it goes Reds, Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates. And the Brewers have played well, too. You know, Brewers, Cardinals were started off real, real hot. Um, Again, another team that has good pitching and and was able to get in runs to support themselves. Um, The Reds. Like I said, just got super, super hot. Got a 6-1 start uh, to the year. It's going to help out a lot of things. But um, early on in the season, nobody's out of it. Nobody's out of it. Even the Pirates and the Cubs at the bottom of the division. um, It's all so close. Everybody's real close as as far as the standings go. Um, And I'm interested to see kind of how that NL Central plays out. Obviously, I I have a horse in the race that uh, I I want to – um, have a lot of success, but, um, I want them to have success and I want the, I want the division to, to do well as well. Um, cause you know, if, if you are losing games in your division, you don't want it to be to the fact that your division is not very good and you're kind of just bringing yourself down to that level. Um, or, you know, uh, you know, beating up against that level and then you get into the playoffs and you're playing, teams that are made to play big boy baseball. Um, But the NL Central is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to take a little jab at the AL Central right now. They still stink. They still stink. Um, They stunk last year. Uh, I've already mentioned the Twins, uh, you know, Cleveland's back and forth. um, Detroit's back and forth. I mean, they they stink. Um, And so uh, we'll see if they can kind of turn around. Anybody can. I, I, like I said, we thought the Twins were going to run away with the AL Central. We thought, you know, anybody that looked at the rosters in baseball this year thought that they were going to be able to take over um, and kind of control themselves, um, except for the games they were playing against Shane Bieber, um, who's just electric. I, I love watching Bieber pitch and following his pitching, but um, it, it's, it's one of those things that we'll see if anybody can come out of the AL Central. Ahead, same with the NL Central. I mean, I, I think it'll be interesting to see getting into June and July if anybody stands out, you know, whether it be the Reds or the Brewers or the Cardinals or the Cubs can make a little bit of a run. Um, you know, some of these teams that are starting behind the eight ball in that division, uh, if they can kind of jump ahead. Um, but I guess we'll have to see. Now on to, you know, I kind of started off with the Dodgers being awesome and being the best team uh in uh, major leagues to start the year. Now I'm going to kind of go into um, the worst team, the team that is kind of falling behind the eight ball and 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 has not really been great to start the year, the Colorado Rockies. Now I will preface this by saying when I took my notes, they were five and 12 to start the day today. Um, and they just won tonight against the, Houston Astros they are actually six and 12 but nevertheless uh the Colorado Rockies have a a tough spot that they're in out west um they're playing a lot of good competition out west uh and you know I don't know if it's that they're actually bad or if it's the fact that they've played the Dodgers and you know have kind of been against top competition to begin the year um but either way, five and two is not a great showing. Uh it, it's not a good way to start the year. Um and and even with that, they they've played the Dodgers a good little amount to start the year, which will always put you behind, like I said. But they, you know, they're losing against teams like San Francisco. San Francisco's no slouch. Um they, you know, split with the Mets. Um, so we'll have to see as the rest of the year progresses uh if they can kind of find themselves a bit more and and find themselves winning a bit more series but when you're playing against teams you know like the Dodgers and you're playing against like I said uh the Padres it, it, it's tough to try to compete in that in that division so you know, I don't know if it's fair to slap the stinks label on them. Um, That's what I had in my notes, the Rockies stink. I don't know if that's fair. Uh, Actually now talking through it and looking at it. Um, Cause they may not be bad. They may just be playing top competition. And, and anytime that teams that can hit the ball, like crazy, like those teams that they're playing uh, you're playing in Colorado and the ball's going to carry. Yeah. You're, you're going to kind of be stuck now you can say the Rockies have the same advantage as well. Um, but the Rockies, you know, the players are used to that altitude. They're used to playing in Coors Field and, and stuff like that. So when you get these big bombers that can come in and, and, and you know, really mash the ball, um, you know, it can kind of put you in a bad spot as a team. So we'll see how it keeps going. But as of right now, Uh, I'm not going to say the Rockies stink. I'm just going to say the Rockies are on the verge of being a team that does stink if they cannot figure it out moving forward. And then we're going to leave it off with this. Uh, We're going to leave it off with um, more teams out West uh, and teams to kind of watch for. Uh, The Oakland A's and the Seattle Mariners are two teams that uh, I think – we need to be looking out for out West. I know that myself, we can get a little bit of East coast bias a bit, um, but both these teams are playing awesome, awesome baseball right now, especially the Oakland A's. I mean, sneakily the Oakland A's are playing very, very, very good baseball. Uh, today we're able to, in a just slug fest again, the aforementioned twins were able to beat the twins, uh, today in a big big time game um, and they've been able to hold their own uh, a good little bit uh, in every game that they've played uh, right now they are are on a uh, 11 game win streak they're 10 and oh in their last 10 games they're 12 and 7 right now all right. And not far behind them are the Seattle Mariners, 11 and seven. They're seven and three in their last 10 games. The Mariners are. These are two teams playing in the AL West that I don't think are getting enough attention right now for how good they're really playing. The Athletics, uh, you know, like I said, in an absolute slugfest with Minnesota, going to extra innings uh, today on Wednesday. Uh, 13 to 12 winning it in extras and they just fight man they fight they fight they fight they come back um and and we're another team that kind of started a little bit slow early into to March and, and into the start of the season uh, here into April but since they've caught their stride like I said they're a team that you really need to look out for and again Seattle I mean Seattle is playing really 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 good baseball um you know another team that has kind of, had to run into the buzzsaw that is the Dodgers early on. Um, but other than that, they're holding their own out west. They're doing it. Uh, they've kind of gotten a little bit of favors playing teams like the Orioles, um, but they had to come out east to do so, uh, beating up on the Twins a good little bit. And they've played a team in the White Sox that has a really good lineup as well. Uh, and they've been able to, again, hold their own against the White Sox. Uh, winning one of two so this is a mariners team that i I, you know at least to start the year looks really really good uh so i don't want to undersell them like i said we can get a little bit of east coast biased out here that uh you know we don't really focus on these teams out west besides the ones that you know the media maybe follows a good little bit keep your eyes on the A's and the Mariners, because that's how good they are. They're putting up runs. They're holding their own, and I'm super, super excited to see what they do the rest of the year. And that's it. That's all I have for the baseball preview. We're going to talk about baseball a ton, uh, still going into the summer and everything like that. Um, But we're going to hit on a little bit of everything as well, like I've said. Uh, But baseball is definitely going to be one early on in this show that we're going to kind of come back to, and I'm going to have people on that – know a good little bit about baseball and like baseball. And we can chat a little bit about how the season's going, but uh, that's kind of just my perspective. Uh, The notes that I've got gathered from the beginning of this year and, and what's going on. Um, But next week we shift gears. Uh, We have the NFL draft coming up, uh, breaking down the NFL draft with a guest, our first guest that we're going to have on the show. I'm going to wait till next week for that guest to be announced, but, Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun going over that. I think that the number one pick in the draft is kind of set in stone at this point. So we won't talk a ton about, about that. Um, but we'll talk about the pageantry of everything else. Uh, you know, what other positions, what we feel goes into being a good draft pick and everything like that. So super excited for that. Thank you so, so much for listening. Uh, subscribe, uh, to the podcast. So you're always getting notifications when we come out every single Friday, uh, leave a review, a five-star review, hopefully. Uh, leave a um, leave a comment. You know, let me know how you like the show. Let me know if there's anything that you out there would want me to talk about, sports-related, uh, any kind of other things you want us to look over, and I'm all for it. Uh, again, thank you so much, uh, and we will see you next week.